Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Greetings Grapple fans and welcome to this action-packed edition of the Pro Wrestling Index right here on the Anfield Index wrestling channel, dude. Anfield Index (laughs) podcast channel. We haven't quite taken over yet. I just gave away the plans. Oh my word. (laughs) I just take a sip of water, but not uh, Triple H style. I won't spin it all over. Honest gags, we're not looking to take over just yet. Anyway, it's me and Guy here with you, and we are sat atop two ladders, which can only mean one thing. Yes, it's Money in the Bank weekend. Are you absolutely hyped up to the limits, Guy? I I am a bit, actually. I do like Money in the Bank. It's always kind of guaranteed to be a fun match. I mean, the rest rest of the cards haven't been great in the past, but... This, I think this one's looking quite good, and, well, we're going to talk NXT as well, but... Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's got to be yeah. the uh, that's it. cream of the crop. You, yeah, you, you're pretty much, with money in the bank, you're pretty much guaranteed something spectacular at the very least, and at least out of it should come, you know, two big storylines at the very least. So, it, yeah, it's, it's it should be something to look forward to, but as you mentioned, we've also got NXT TakeOver this weekend. Now, Looking at the NXT TakeOver card and over the past few weeks catching up with NXT, I think it comes as no surprise that we would expect the TakeOver to um, once again, as per usual, overshadow the main roster card because... Never. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's you look at it, I mean, it's a tight show. Again, only five matches, but all look like they could be really good in their own unique way. Uh, I mean, let's get into it. Tag team titles on the line, NXT tag team titles. Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong taking on Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Now, you know, on paper, on the face of it, doesn't sound spectacular, but they've been building a nice little feud. There's got a nice little backstory line here. And, you know, I think this will be a really good, solid wrestling match. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I won't lie. I haven't seen a lot of... Um... Lock and, and God, I've already forgotten his name. I should have Danny one. Birch. Danny Birch. There we go. Yeah, what he, I will say with them, they're physical and hard hitting. Mm. You know, their their can their style is is very much believable, and I think that will mesh really, really nicely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you kind of it. 
it seems cliche to say a strong style now, but you kind of see it in NXT that it, a lot of the striking and stuff like that is very um, visceral and stuff like that. You can feel it's impactful, um, and I think from the little the little I've seen of uh, Birch and uh, <coughs> yeah, <everyone. laughs> uh, Orkin, that's a bloody name. Um, uh, it, it it'll kind of suit, especially with the undisputed era, because that that's what they're kind of famed for as well. They're wrestlers and strikers, aren't they? And obviously uh, uh, grapplers as well. So I think this will be will be uh, <laughs> again. It's NXT. We we know we know the tag team title match is going to be good because it always is. Yeah, it is. Uh, that that's the thing, you know. NXT consistently delivers. Now the women's championship: Shayna Baszler, Nikki Cross. This is one that's you know again being built up quite recently, but I, I like the way Nick, Nikki Cross has been put over very very strongly in this. You know, Shayna Baszler as it's very much the believable uh, bully. Almost like a female version of Brock Lesnar within NXT. I think they've been really smart in the way that they've packaged her and presented her. Um, and, and I think this in itself could be an interesting match, as even though Shayna Baszler obviously at this point is still not particularly polished in terms of in-ring wrestling. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one with Shayna Baszler. Obviously, she kind of uh, did well in the... Uh, the women's tournament and stuff like that, and then since then she's obviously beat Ember Moon and stuff like that in in two weird matches, isn't it? Like, let's be honest, they weren't exactly classics, and um, the second one was better than the first one because it wasn't just twenty minutes of well, felt like twenty minutes of an armbar. Um, I haven't watched NXT NXT on TV, so I haven't I've seen the highlight of where uh, this match kind of started or the feud kind of started, so I, it kind of piqued my interest there. But Shayna Baszler and She's she's great. I think she's a great character-wise, but in terms of in-ring, the bits I've seen, there's not that much to be impressed by. Because I mean, it, it seems a bit a bit Brock Lesnar-y, where it's a bit too UFC. Um, but Nikki Cross, I mean, she she knows how to put on a good match, doesn't she? Hundred um, percent. That that mental style that we kind of see from all the sanity characters, but it, it kind of really works with her because. She's the she's probably the only one in the entire WWE women's division who's kind of got that slightly mental style of of, uh, of a match, and I, I really like it. I thought for me, she would have been probably one of the ones I would have liked to have um, beat Oscar uh, or or feud with Ember Moon. But even better if she if she can uh, topple Shayna Baszler, and it'll bring something. Well, very different to the women's division. Um, but mm. no, I, I, it, this one kind of piques my interest. I think Shayna Baszler needs a. I'm not expecting a five star classic, but just a, just a match that seems to flow well, rather have just one good spot in it. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping to see something a bit more cohesive from her. Yeah, I, I, I've got to say as well, I, I don't expect the, the title to change hands here. I think it's way too soon for yeah. for them to take the title off, Baszler, especially the way that they're presenting her. But um, I think an experienced hand like Nikki Cross, because you know, she is experienced, she knows what she's doing, she's very, very much a, a polished performer. So I think that'll certainly help Shayna Baszler in-ring as well. And you know, if they continue that for the next couple of months, uh, I think it could it could really sort of help add more to Shayna Baszler's uh, repertoire. So, yeah, it, it, it could be interesting. Uh, one that certainly will be, and I I am very much looking forward to this, Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. Now, 
uh, remember guy you know velveteen dream was kind of it, it was a kind of like a, a little bit on the periphery then we had his thing with alistair black and it was just like there we are a star is born and it almost like it, it kind of give him a, a, an extra added layer of confidence and belief and he just it grew this kind of aura about him and he's he really is developing his ring style and you know, you know that the the showmanship of the outrageous costumes and everything he he's so unique now he's so different to everyone else and and he's you know i i just see star quality uh, nothing but star quality and ricochet is just phenomenal to watch um he does some incredible things and there was a great moment between these two um non you know non action Ricochet just basically somersaulted from inside the ring over the ropes. Yeah, landed on the ramp, and it was just a wow. <laughs> it was a fantastic little spot, and it you know this uh, you know really this has got me salivating as to what this match could potentially be. Yeah, I mean the snippets I've seen of, of this feud. I mean I saw that somersault moment as well. Um... It, it was really that was that seemed really special. It was it was one of those moments on NXT TV that it's kind of almost takeover worthy, and it's just it just set up a feud. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I admit I've not seen Ricochet that much. I mean that ladder match, uh, the last one was the first time I've seen him, so I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing his first one-on-one match for me personally. And as you said, Velveteen Dream, he is just dripping with star quality. I mean, I think, I've, I think I've said, I, I can't remember if it was actually official or maybe one of them BS sites you see on Facebook. There was John Cena saying Velveteen Dream may be, may be the one who can kind of take his torch kind of thing. Um, so since that Alistair Black moment, he, he's kind of, it's hard to match that. And the Cassius Ono thing wasn't wasn't the best, but he was still growing his character. I mean, he's still only in his very early twenties, I think. Um, so he 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 may he may need a win in a, in a big feud, but at the same time, you don't want Ricochet to lose. Um, so that kind of makes it more interesting that they probably both need a win. Um, but if, either way, I'm expecting a really good match. Even even if it's just from storytelling wise, I'm, I'm expecting a really good match wrestling wise. But storytelling wise, that's what Velveteen can add as well as wrestling quality. Um, so yeah, th- this this could be one of the matches of the night if it if it just wasn't for Champa versus Gargano. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was going to say that to last, but what the hell? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. Um, while well, these two. They've just done some incredible stuff together, whether it's fighting each other, fighting alongside each other, the promos, everything. They're just nailing it. They're absolutely nailing it. Everything, you know, Johnny Gargano's grown in terms of his his mic work. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, his character, he's just got this nailed down to an absolute T. He has the audience in the palm of his hand and he's walking out without any music. It's, this is... I'm going to say it right now. This is special. We are, we're in the midst of something pretty damn special and it might not get the, you know, the, the, the prestige coverage that it, it possibly would on the main roster, but I don't think these two would be able to do what they've done and create what they have created if they were on the main roster. So it's, this is a special, very, very special feud. 
And and I do suspect that this won't be the last match that they have, but the street fight, the way that they've been taking it, everything, it's just absolutely, everything's been perfect so far. And I've got to say, I'd expect this to be perfect. And anything less than five star would have me shocked, I've got to say. Yeah, I mean, if they had a four and a half star match, it'd probably be a disappointment of the year. And I've seen Jinder Mahal in many matches. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's uh, that's kind of a point that you have there. If it's not five star, it's going to be a disappointment. But the only thing that's worrying for me is how the hell can the top the uh, uh, unsanctioned match? I mean, that, that that for me was the best, probably the best match I've ever seen. <laughs> so if they can top that, I mean, Jesus Christ. Just, just keep them two in NXT forever, because as you said, if when they move up, they're they're going to be proper, proper buggered by Vince. Let's be honest, they are. Daniel Bryan is an outlier on the on the main roster. Gargano and Champa, they they're going to have to build an instant, instant rapport with uh, the WWE Universe fans, whatever the hell you want to call them, to even get considered to be main event talent. I mean. And that's what they are. I mean, NXT, you rarely see the, the NXT title match get overshadowed, but this feud is just, it's just laughing at it. And it's not like we've seen Alistair Black have poor matches. His match with, um, with, uh, uh what's his bloody name? Andrade Cien Almas. Almas, yes. It's been a while since, since I've been able to talk about him. <laughs> it's gone missing. But Almas, yeah, it, that was a really good match as well. Um, it it just it just the whole NXT card gets overshadowed when these two are in the ring, whether it's whether it was as as DIY or whether they verse each other, as you said. So yeah, th- this if this is a match of the weekend, someone's had a ma- someone's had the match of their life. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, absolutely. Like you say, you know, the, the these two together, you know, this is this is pretty special. It really is Champ- special. I think Champers gonna win this one though. yeah I, that's why i think it's there's there's more to come I, I don't think this is the end i do think it's yeah it's time for champa to win this time and then we'll have a rubber match uh, and i think you know the they've purposely done it you know the unsanctioned thing and then you know the like this a street fight i think it'll culminate in a pure wrestling match uh, and that's i think is mm, uh, that's yeah it is that the the perfect word that I was searching for poetic in it. And it's just, it is, this is professional wrestling at its finest. It really, really is. And it's a joy to behold and, and witness what these two are doing right now. Looking forward to this match so much uh, and, and whatever else that they've got to offer before the inevitable happens. So uh, you mentioned the title match and I, I think it is, Testimony to Gargano and, and Champa, what they've done, that they do overshadow the the, uh, the NXT Championship, uh, and that's you know it's you know nothing against uh, Alistair Black. It doesn't reflect on him badly or any anything like that. It's 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 more about what they've done. But Alistair Black versus Lars Sullivan. Now, um, I see this as a real challenge for Black to get a really good, meaningful match out of Lars Sullivan, who is. Um, he, he, he looks the part. He's certainly got the size and the strength and everything like that and a, and a unique sort of, uh, unique features. Um, but, uh, not, well, how, what do you say? Pretty green in the ring. <laughs> it's, it's, mm. um, yeah, this might be a bit of a challenge to watch in some ways. Yeah. It, 
It will. It, I think it will be interesting because Alastair Black. He, he's obviously an elite level worker. I mean, since he's been in NXT, he's just he's had some classics as well. I mean, his match with um, oh god, I am bad on names today, Andy. Almas Adam Cole. Adam Cole. That's Adam Cole. Yes. Yes. His uh, what was it? No, no disqualification match or whatever the hell it was mm. called. That that was an that was an absolute classic as well. And we've we've seen even his introduction when it was the UK um, tournament thing or weekend thing um, previous year. Yeah, um, when he's still known as Tommy End. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, taking that was, on uh, Neville. Yeah. Mm, that, that was fantastic as well. Um, so. He's just he's just an absolute star. Um, and it's it's kind of a shame he's got the title as as I said with Champer and Gargano doing what they're doing, and him being with Lars Sullivan. I mean, I think Lars will play a part in 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 NXT when he's, I imagine he'll get to the main roster as we've seen with Braun Strowman. The big man can still put on very good matches and still be a big part of the show. It's just. Maybe he's a bit too green. I mean, he 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 had some very good spots in in the ladder match that I referred to back with Ricochet. Um, so maybe maybe he's turning. But if if anyone can sort of carry, I don't want to say carry because that may, may hint that um, Lars is a bit shit. But I, I think he does have potential. Um, so, but Alistair could probably get what a three and a half star, four star match out of Lars Sullivan. And and it will be a big moment. I imagine Alistair will win because I think it is really too soon, and I don't think he's had chance to breathe um, with the two lunatics in in probably the main event. So I think it, I think if he beats Lars Sullivan, that'll be a kind of a big moment of of beating um, the monster. I mean, it, it was a big moment when Roman beat Braun on the main on the main roster, so it can kind of feel a bit like that. Um, but no, I think I think it'll be a good match. Um, I think it'll help develop Lars as a character losing his first match in in my ideal world here. Um, it it'll allow him to develop his character and rather just not have squash matches all the time. Let him have actual matches. Um, and Alistair Black, he he's gonna probably topple topple the monster, and um, it'll allow him to probably go on to a new feud. I'm not sure who he could go on to after that. Um, Maybe Gargano and Champa getting a title picture somehow together, um, but no, it, it, it's really interesting. It's really interesting, and it's NXT um, title matches are always good. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could say that to every match we've just previewed. There, it's NXT. <laughs> it's gonna be good, <laughs> but no, um, I think I think this will be all right. Yeah, and that, that's the thing, isn't it? Even you know, you look at the card, and you can have a couple of matches that maybe aren't great, but it'll be balanced out by two maybe three great ones so it, overall you know you're in for a really really great show uh, and I, I also think that um the likelihood is that the gargano and champa will go on last yeah. i mean do you, do you think they will or do you, you know they were on last last time so do you think maybe they'll, they'll switch it around um i think they should go on last again because <clears throat> if you have to follow that match it'll just make it feel worse and Fair point, fair yeah. point. <laughs> and I, I think I think I eventually Candice will get involved in something like that, so I imagine getting women's spots into a street fight is probably a bit too much for the match before the main event, <laughs> if you can't catch my drift. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it, it, it does make sense, it goes on last, but I mean, all in all, look, no two ways about it, and it's not just us buttering up, Th- this should be a cracking show, 
and should certainly enjoy it. And the fact that they keep it to around two and a half hours as well, mm-hmm. all the more, you know, it's it's a really tight, well put, well put together show, really well planned, really well executed. Kudos to all involved, you know, time and time again, kudos to all involved. And then Triple H goes on Facebook and does the live interview straight after the show. So, you know, th- th- this guy's really got it switched on. He knows what he's doing. And uh, the sooner he... <laughs> has got more control over either Raw or or maybe SmackDown, you know, to or begin WWE. with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I think the way things are going at the moment, the better. Um so I mean let let's switch over to the main main roster then. I mean I, I won't beat around the bush here, guy. Recent weeks on Raw, um, SmackDown's been okay, but Raw has been brutal. Absolutely brutal. A difficult to watch and were it not for the fast forward button, um, I, I'm not sure I could get through. I'm not sure I'd still be watching. It's it's been awful. You know, there's been the odd good things here and there scattered around, but very few of them. It, it's been really really poor, and it's and it's a shame heading into such a big show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> I haven't I haven't I've watched like half of SmackDown this week, and so I can't really comment on what happened this week. Um, but Raw. Uh, this was probably the worst one for me anyway in recent times and that's not like <laughs> that's not in a string of great roars i mean we did that show what two weeks ago where we were talking about raw it's Enough. kind of just getting to the stage where you just watch <laughs> seth rollins the main event they didn't have seth rollins <laughs> do this week no but uh, that, i mean that thing where they, they opened the show with them all sat on ladders it's so convoluted mm-hmm. and Stupid. and for me you know it's that thing Go back to the Attitude Era. Why did it take off so well? Why did it really connect with people? Why was Stone Cold Steve Austin such a phenomenon? Why did he, you know, like just completely blow everyone out of the water in terms of merchandise and popularity and attraction and get people new, new pairs of eyes watching because he felt real. It felt legitimate. It felt, you, you know, you, you could sometimes you could watch it and question whether or not it was real or actually scripted. And and that and then you come to things like that. They're all sat around on top of a ladder smiling, and it's like, you know, sat there like gimps smiling on tops of ladders. It's just like, ah, oh, this is crap. You know, who has these lame ideas? Just stop. You know, it's the thing is, you knew it was coming, didn't you? It happens every year. There's always a, there's always a gimpy ladder session <laughs> when it comes to the money in the bank time. Normally, the normally they'd probably put it on SmackDown. Well, the money in the bank was a SmackDown pay per view last year, I think, so it probably mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, but no, this on Raw it was just like, why? why? Yeah, there's ways and means of doing it. You had the women and the men there. It was like, what, yeah, why? You got yeah, nothing there's... to do with each other. No, that's. There's ways and means of doing it. It's someone like you could believe it. Someone like um, Kevin Owens comes out. He can make his promos very, very believable. He comes out, sets up a ladder, climbs up it, and tells you why you know that this is what he's going to be doing and whatever. You know, it, mm-hmm. do it with one person or maybe two people at the very most, but do it in a believable so way. And it's they don't have to be top of the ladder. Just no, it's it just next to them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's this is this is the thing you know that that. When you look at the thought process and what's going into the NXT shows, and then you look at the the really cheesy, corny, half-assed sort of TV version that we're seeing on the main roster, it's a little wonder that NXT 
you know, people are, uh, are doing so well that they're going up and then they're disappearing without trace almost. And I mean, I mean, just look at it. You look at the cards. <sighs> uh, we, we, we have to get into it. Um, right off the top. Now we've got Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Now, Daniel Bryan being on the show, that should be a guarantee of a, of a cracking match. <laughs> Obviously, Big Cass is, um, he's not terrible. He's, he's okay. But yeah, this, ha- this really hasn't done it for me. No, it's, it's a bit of waste of both of them. Really. Um, Daniel Bryan, it, 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 you can't just have him in the main event all the time because he's the most popular one, but you kind of want him into something meaningful. And it, it, it just seems, it just feels like cheap heat to me for, for Big Cass. So if you want to, if you want to establish him as a heel, put him with Daniel Bryan, fine. But to have a, a too, too long pay-per-view. Um, feud, which may go on longer. I hope for God it doesn't. But God if if Big Cass somehow beat Daniel Bryan, I mean, it 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 mean that there'd be a third match and whatever. But it it's not doing either of them a favour. I mean, Daniel Bryan can't carry Big Cass into a five star match, and Big Cass he he just doesn't have the character um, to kind of match the love of Daniel Bryan from the crowd. So it, it, it he's kind of getting hated for kind of the wrong reason. Where you see. I think we always say Samoa Joe is probably the example of the heel in the company. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Samoa Joe doesn't just need to beat up the popular guy. He can he can get hatred just by being in the ring on his own. Um, and Big Cass just, it, it, it all feels a bit cheap character-wise. And um, I think Big Cass needs to develop um, in different ways, ways rather than just getting cheap heat and Hopefully he moves on to something a bit different. Um, I'm not sure what, but I, I really don't want to see Daniel Bryan laboured with this. Um, as harsh as that sounds, but Daniel Bryan should be fighting for titles and stuff like that. Um, whether that's mid-card uh, or the main event, main event probably not, but we'll get to that. Um, 
But yeah, big casting. He needs to. I, I, I don't want to refer back to going to the tag team division, but he kind of needs to maybe do being a heel tag team or something like that, just to get back. Because when he was uh, with Enzo, um, he was kind of getting carried again on the on the mic and stuff like. He wasn't the popular one. Enzo was, um, so he's kind of been stuck in limbo his entire main roster career. Mm, yeah, it's yeah. I, I, overall, basically, I'm like you. I just don't really need to see this for any yeah. longer than than it has been. Um, you know, just to take things down a further notch to make <laughs> it even worse. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn, uh, and we mentioned you know NXT guys coming up, and really the the, the main roster not really knowing what to do with them. I think Sami Zayn is another example, a guy who's so so talented. Mm-hmm. You think back to that match he had with uh, Nakamura, Nakamura's debut singles mm-hmm. match at the Takeover before Mania last year. That just that was my match of the year. Uh, it was. Uh, in fact, was that a couple of years ago now? Yeah, Sorry, you know that. Years, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was an incredible match, and and that is Sami Zayn. You know, Sami Zayn in NXT was the Sami Zayn that people loved. The Sami Zayn in WWE main roster is um, like uh, a not as good version <laughs> of Sami Zayn, and initially I liked the heel turn, and because uh, I really felt that it could refresh him. Uh, and he's done quite well in some ways, but the script he's been given here and working with the, um, well, <laughs> Rick, Rick, like Pete Rick Flair heel couldn't work with this shit. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, Bobby Lashley's a charisma vacuum. There's no yep. two ways about it. I'm sorry. He's big. He's impressive. He's, he's legit. He's skillful, but he's a charisma vacuum. Did, he, um, they, did you fast forward their segment this week? I haven't even bothered watching any of it this week. That that's it, um, it's to that he, point. Sami Zayn set up an obstacle course. Like I, you it, know, it looked pretty shit on sixteen times. <laughs> yeah, like in what world is this the best use of Sami Zayn? I mean, if you an obstacle course, if that's what you think wrestling fans want to watch on a pro wrestling show each week, I just you're fired. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but you're fired. Okay. If that's the best you can come up with. Go find another job because this is clearly not the uh, the line of work for you. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think it's wasting of, Bobby Lashley as well. That's yeah, the thing. but wasting. I mean, that's the thing is, it, did they think he was going to get a big reaction when he came back? Because it, if they did, then they were, they would have been disappointed <laughs> because I think the reaction was mediocre at best. It was surprise. Certainly, we were shocked and surprised, but it wasn't a big thing because he never was a big thing uh, he isn't he's not an elite level talent in any shape or form and and it's i'm afraid that's just the way it is and and it doesn't it doesn't help sammy zayn one bit in fact the the opposite it's it's just harming him and i'm sure this match in itself will be pretty decent More optimistic than that. A decent, yeah, I do think it'll be <laughs> decent. You know, like you say, like, look, Lashley does have skills, and Sami Zayn's a great performer. I think they'll have a decent match, but it'll be short and it'll be pointless, and no one cares, and just end this right now. I wouldn't now. be surprised if it's a squash match. That I really wouldn't. If they if they're this determined on burying Sami Zayn from existence, 
I reckon Bobby Lashley could win this in like under 30 seconds. Jesus Christ. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. I, like, I hope it isn't. I hope they have, a, I don't know, 10, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, probably. 15 yeah, I don't minutes. think that. I think 8 to 10 minutes. 8 to 10 minutes, yeah. yeah. We all know Bobby Lashley's gonna win, because if Sami Zayn wins, I mean, Bobby Lashley's gonna be even shitter, but wrestling fans, I imagine most of them would be like, oh, Sami Zayn, he, maybe not a main event talent. If he connected with the fan base in a certain way, maybe a main event level talent, but. He should be in the mid card. <laughs> yeah, Sami Zayn is becoming would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Sami Zayn is becoming the successor to uh, Dolph Ziggler. Mm. You know, from from being popular and people really wanting him to get over and get popular to him being beaten into oblivion so much that you just don't care anymore. So uh, and no matter how good you are, team dreams going to come up and form a tag team. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, th- this is a thing. I just. I think for Velveteen Dream, just stay where you are for this time being because I wouldn't trust them with him in the main roster along with many, many others. Um, <laughs> you know, from thinking that'll be a decent match to what I think will be potentially the worst match. I do think as a contender, but I think this will potentially be the worst match on the card. Of course, it could be none other than Jinder Mahal uh, taking on Roman Reigns and, and Roman Reigns had, you know, he's very good now in the ring, but Jinder Mahal is um, bloody awful. Mm. Um, and this feud is bloody awful as well. Um, I, I'm going to be short and sweet with this one, Andy. It's going to be shit. I, I, I could not give a crap about either of them at the minute. Roman Reigns, would, Brock and him, it, it just sucked the life out of Roman Reigns completely. And putting him with Jinder Mahal... It, what? Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I concur. Yeah. I it, concur. It's ruined. It's ruined Roman. It, I mean, he was never getting popular with the fans anyway. But it ruined what he was. And Jinder Mahal. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why he's in the company. I know I said that was short and sweet, but Jinder Mahal, man, just I don't get it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this is going to be awful. And. <laughs> When you said one of the worst, it's between this match and the Carmella match, let's be honest. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. There's our next one. Who can, who and, can carry more? Ask and it's, or Roman. Uh, yeah, that's how bad is, you know, she must be bad if, if Asuka's in the match. You know, Asuka, arguably the best female wrestler in the company, mm-hmm. could be in line for the, is in, could be in contention for the worst match of the night. Yeah, she's taking on Carmella. And who is just shrieks, shrills, uh, lots of shouting, squealing, um, hair pulling, slapping, and, and not really much else. She's um, a throwback to the Divas era. Yeah, I, I mean, I literally couldn't put it better myself there, Andy. It's it, it it's it's not being annoying to get heel heat and stuff like that. It's just being annoying. To <laughs> it's just being annoying. It's, yeah, it's just being annoying. <laughs> it, it really isn't. If if she beats Oscar, whether it's dodgy, clean, or what, I mean, she beat fucking she beat Charlotte clean the other fucking month. Jesus, um, God, I the shivers. <laughs> um, but yeah, if if Oscar doesn't come out with this as the champion, and then the rematch is on SmackDown, and then that's done, I'm going to be seriously disappointed because the women division's been dead on that show. As soon as Carmella won it, I, been I dead. think the 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 only other possibility the only other way out of this for them is if the women's money in the bank match takes place before this match mm-hmm. and then we get an instant cash in during the match 
as long as Carmel doesn't have the championship. <laughs> yeah, I, but I mean, you know, in terms of Asuka winning the title, I think that is the mm-hmm. that's the only possible get out from yeah, them. Yeah. Otherwise, if you have Carmella somehow going over Asuka, I mean, it's just oh my word, it's I'll, it's it'll go straight on the fast forward list. If that yeah, the, the, you know, they're talking about winning and losing, you know, wins and losses are not important in wrestling. They are because it's perception, and it's perception of characters whether you you should believe in them, and it's. No, nobody has anything invested in Carmella, but there's people do have stuff, you know, plenty invested in Asuka. So get behind her, make the most of it. So, hmm. What, what about the other uh, women's title match, the Raw Women's Championship match? Nia Jax, Ronda Rousey. I hate how they, um, kind of threw this one together. I, absolutely despised and detested with um intense passion the absolutely lame segments that they did were ronda rousey making her just another mm-hmm. performer doing crappy backstage segments um this just you know we, we spoke didn't we about nia jackson becoming almost like a, a female version of big show you know week mm-hmm. to week you know whether the heel baby face flip-flopping back and forth uh, this is just uh, fills me with dread. Yeah, it's it. It was never good. It was never going to be the best build and stuff like that. Hopefully, they can redeem it in the match. Uh, I'm not expecting anything because well, Ronda Rousey she's only had one match, uh, where, which she was surprisingly great. Let's be honest. But mm. Nia Jax, uh, well, Ronda Rousey's probably had more, the same amount of good matches as Nia Jax has. Oh, ooh, that's a Which, is, which is, is brutal, but can yeah. you think of a great Nia Jax match? Well, that's, I mean, she's, I, I do think she's improved as a performer. I just think for the way to build this was a bit straight out a challenge, mm. you know, and, and it's built more as a sporting contest, you know, well, legitimate sporting contest. Yeah. And I think that in itself would have been more believable, you know, you've got, Obviously, you've got Ronda Rousey with all, with all her background, and Nia Jax, of that size and that strength and the way she's been portrayed, mm-hmm. it didn't need anything else. It didn't need yeah. convoluted shit storylines. It just it just Pretty didn't well. need it. The, I think the most interesting thing about this, and it's not the match itself or, or, who's, or Nia Jax being champion, but do you think Ronda Rousey's ready to carry the title? Because I imagine the building towards Ronda versus probably Charlotte, let's be honest. Whether that's at WrestleMania, but could we see that at SummerSlam? Do you think that'd be a bit too soon for it? Mm, I don't know. Again, th- this could be another one in that category of depending where it is on the on the card. They they could again, mm. you know, if they decide to open the show with the women's money in the bank ladder match, that then throws up the possibility of does they get out with either of the other two championship matches, you know, to so that Asuka or Ronda Rousey are protected from. You know that that perception of being beaten. So God, imagine if Natalia cashed in to fucking confirm the shit story. <laughs> Lana. <laughs> oh God. Um, I mean, <laughs> see if Ember Moon got involved. That would be kind of interesting. Because yeah. I imagine Charlotte Flair would stay on SmackDown or SmackDown would proper die. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it it would be interesting to see if one of the Raw women cashed in on Ronda, give her a first loss, and then maybe the air of invincibility is kind of, not lost but it's kind of dented um, but I, if Ronda loses this well may, maybe she lost by 
now you're running off or getting disqualified or something that kind of makes sense. But it'd be kind of weird seeing Ronda Rousey not yeah. win this this soon on. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think it it feels a little soon. So who knows? And, and um, in a way, that's a good thing, you know, that the unknown side of it mm. is, you know, it, it feels too soon for them to put the title on her, but they might well do it. So, you know, when you think of her star power and what she'll attract, maybe they've just decided that Nia yeah, Jax or, hasn't. the people behind the scenes know how well she's doing behind yeah, the scenes. So. Yeah, I mean, that, maybe they've just felt that Nia Jax hasn't quite sort of had the impact mm. that they'd hoped as, cha- as champion. So that they're going to go off with the Ronda route. Um, not pun intended. The the, the Ronda route, you know, very early on. So, well, I guess we'll guess we'll just have to wait and see. Mm. Um, what what about the the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match? Then Bludgeon Brothers taking on um, Gallows and Anderson. Um, can you see a title change here? Because I'll, I'll be honest, I can't. No, I think it would be very premature. Um, because I think the tag team titles have kind of took a back seat um, since all the new ones have came in and stuff like that and then there's been the money in the bank build um, the Bludgeon Brothers really haven't had chance to show anything on TV and I don't think giving the titles to um, the club would fix anything really, I think they'd probably just end up going back, going in the same position as the Bludgeon Brothers where they're kind of in the background a bit too much so I think Bludgeon Brothers really need a a feud um, which has decent TV time, whether whether that's the much non-existent sanity which I, I've been really wanting to see versus Bludgeon Brothers, um, that that may be the spot where you think, okay, you can build on that, you can give them good TV time, and it will be interesting. Whereas the the club um, versus the Bludgeon Brothers, it, it, it it's not going to get a fair build on the pay, on the money in the bank pay per view card. So no, I think Bludgeon Brothers will. We'll get uh, we'll keep the titles. I think this is on the pre-show, so it might get decent time, whereas it'd probably be lost in the card otherwise. So it, I think it'll be a good match, but I, I imagine not many people will see it. <laughs> yeah, that that's a fair point. Yeah, mixed in between forty-five minutes of videos mm. promoting the show we're about to watch, which the videos then get repeated <laughs> throughout later. the show. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> anyway, enough of my uh, personal pet peeves. Um, Seth Rollins versus. Elias. Now, there's where we um, intercontinental championship on the line here. Seth Rollins is absolutely on fire. I think this is Seth Rollins finally back to the level Seth Rollins was at before the the knee injury. And not only that, I think Seth Rollins has really arrived uh, as a babyface now. You know that you hear the reactions, the crowd, you know, getting louder and louder, singing that "Burn It Down" when his music hits. I'm expecting pretty big things for this match. Uh, Elias has developed a lot. I think, I think they need to do something a little bit different with him, though. I, and I, I know it's gonna for you. It's gonna no. seem like sacrilege me, no. me saying this, but I'm getting a little bored of the little, you know, Elias singing segments every week. Um, I, I don't know. I just think he needs to mix it up a little bit more. Um, it'd be good if he had like some matches. That'd probably help mix it up. <laughs> um. It is, it is. I don't want to say stale because I think it's just kind of being overused. I think, well, that is that is stale. But um, I think he he is kind of just being a bit overused in that regard because he used to kind of just come on, be part of the part of the mist, kind of part of the mist and stuff like that, and kind of be a secondary character. 
and I think he, I think with this feud with Seth Rollins, he's not had the longest build, but I think he's kind of stepping away from secondary character into a mid-card player, and I, I don't know how old he is, but he's only been on the main roster for a little amount of time, so I imagine he's young enough to develop possibly into a main event talent, but it's really too early to tell that, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to this match. Um, as you said, Seth Rollins is the best thing on the main roster, and probably one of the best things in the company. Um... And this this is probably uh, we'll probably get into it, but spoiler, this is my pick for match of the night. Uh, not not of the weekend, obviously, but for this for the actual main event main roster pay per view, this is my pick for match of the night because every time I pick AJ and Nakamura, it's shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like your thinking. Yeah. So this this is my pick. Um, maybe maybe Elias isn't the most polished worker. But he can tell a bloody story in a match, and, he, and yeah. I think he can have a good match. I think we've seen it on the oh, yeah. Raw. I, th- I think um, he can, yeah. yeah. I think he's certainly solid in the ring. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it, it's you know, like you said, you know, that the stumbled upon a good thing. He he mm. kind of developed it himself. He got himself over. They they were like, wow, this is popular, you know. And but it's an old adage, you know. We like steak and chips, but we don't have to have steak and chips yeah. for tea every night. Sometimes you can know. just come out and have a match, can't he? <laughs> yes. Uh, or sometimes even just come out and and be like, you know, if they're not going to be quiet, that's it. He, you know, he puts his guitar down, he storms out. I'm not singing. Yeah. You're not worthy of me singing. You know, he just has to do that a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is for me. That's or things like that rather than actually coming up with a new song every week you yeah. know to get the GP against whatever town he's in so yeah the, i think then the really now got to develop his character move it on along a bit I, i'm like you i do think this will probably end up being it's certainly singles in a pure wrestling match because i yeah, know the, yeah. the money in the banks can be spectacular in different ways but in pure wrestling you'd expect this to be match of the night on the, this card thing is andy I could see Elias winning. And mm. people may not like that, but I think they could develop this into a really good feud. Maybe mm. maybe it's, it's a, maybe it's, it's only a short title a title run for Elias, but as you said, his popu- his popularity has been building. And I think Vince obviously like it's not a Rusev situation. I think Vince obviously likes Elias because he does get a lot of T V time. Mm. So I could see Elias winning, and they could do this as a feud because mm. it, it it just and that doesn't stop Seth Rollins carrying the show either. No, there's so potential. I could be a good I point. See, uh, I could see Elias winning, and uh, yeah. now I'm, now I'm, now that I've said that, Seth Rollins is probably just going to win sleep, <laughs> very easily. Like heart, yeah, 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 but I'd, I'd I'd be really interested to see Elias as a champion. Yeah. Um, before we get to the Money in the Bank matches, then it's AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship, a last man standing match. Um, I like the way this feud between the two of them has developed. I do like the whole Nakamura heel turn. I think this has been about the best thing on SmackDown, these two, you know, bit by bit. They're really growing and developing. Um, it's, they've been improving. The, the matches have been getting better and better. And we, like, I know, having seen them before, I know these two are capable of having an, an absolutely unbelievable knock-it-out-of-the-park match. So it feels as though they've been holding stuff back and, and perhaps some of the agents uh, not been helping too much. But I do wonder whether or not this has to be the point of no return with Nakamura where the, the title's got to change hands. Um, other, otherwise, you know, what are you going to do with him? 
Yeah, this. Uh, I mean, we. I think we predicted Nakamura should probably win it every time we've done this match. Um, <laughs> but if he if he doesn't win it this time, he's he's, he's going to fade into mid card ob- obscurity and probably end up back in Japan. Um, let's be honest. Uh, and that would be a waste. And not only that, but I think AJ Styles probably. I think that freshening up for him would probably help him, mm. you know, chasing the title again rather than actually holding it. He's definitely been the weaker character in this feud, yeah. hasn't he? Nakamura's, I don't want to say, I keep saying it, I don't want to say carried, but Nakamura's definitely been the stronger character whilst he's been a heel. And yeah, I think a, a title change could be good for AJ as well, and it, it would freshen up because... We don't, we don't want SmackDown turn into it. Well, Jinder Mahal, Jesus, I would have, I would have prayed and <laughs> prayed for AJ to get the title there. But when SmackDown's panic, I don't want them to just go, oh, give AJ the title. I don't want it to be kind of like a Cena situation, if you get me. I want someone else to be able to carry the title. I know there's Brian, there's Joe, there's whoever, but I want to see Nakamura given a shot with the title and see how it goes because, as you said. His heel turn has been really good and one of the best things on on the weekly television. Um, yeah, so Unless, I think he, I think he deserves it, even if it is just an experiment on on WWE's part. But I think it'd be worth a run because I imagine the what a month long version, a month long run. It's not going to do any damage to SmackDown. Yeah, so even that's it. Yeah, even even two to three months. It, it could be two months, and you could end it at Smack at uh, SummerSlam if it's that bad. Uh, it's yeah. It just gives it something, a different impetus, a different angle on everything, and and maybe throws in, you know, opportunities for different people to chase the champion rather than heels chasing the babyface. We could have some babyfaces chasing the heels, so it's it's just a, something a little bit different and mm-hmm. shakes up their whole feud if you want to keep that going as well. So yeah, yeah, I, I I do think I do think the the title change at this point logically would certainly make sense. And would be good for both involved as well. So uh, yeah, let's 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 hope we get. So that's AJ because, winning. <laughs> yeah, let, but let, that's let's just hope we get a really good match on them anyway. Yeah, yeah, that, I think that's the biggest thing. They need a yeah. proper. They've been getting better, as you said in the intro to it, but this one needs to be very good. Yeah. Right, last two matches on the card then. Uh, women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Is Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Lana, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. Um, with most involved in there, there's a few that a bit meh, but most of them involved in there, you can, I honestly can see four or five potential winners from this. Um, and that for me is a good thing. And not only that, but the, the skill level involved. These are all polished performers, uh, well, apart from Lana. And <laughs> you, <laughs> let's be honest about that. You know, you know, whatever, you know, Natalia might not be the most interesting character, but she's very, very much polished in the mm-hmm. ring. And she's Absolutely. the, she's the one who, you know, basically works with all the up and comers as well. They, they all love her to bits because she's helped all of them. You know, she knows what she's doing. Naomi, uh, a good athlete, you know, she's quite athletic and whatnot. Um, but she can still have some decent matches. So I, I think in terms of match quality and spots, I think they'll be looking to really make a statement here. And I think there's plenty of talent involved in this, that this could be um, quite a memorable one. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it can't be worse than last year's women's one, can it, Andy? <laughs> With uh, Ellsworth winning. Oh God. Um... I, I had, I had, um, 
erased that from my memory. Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. And then they did the rematch on SmackDown. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it can't be worse than that. But no, I think it will be interesting. I think the most interesting thing is you could probably see most of them winning it apart. Well, I was going dis- like, to uh, dispel Lana possibly winning it, but we- worse stuff's happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, Carmella has think, a briefcase in her hand. Yeah, yeah. I-, I think all of them could win it. Um but for me, um, I think, although she wins everything in the women's division, I think Charlotte Flair would probably win it because I think they want to eat, I think they want now the availability to have Charlotte versus, um, Ronda Rousey at all times and having Charlotte, I imagine they could challenge each, both champions with the money in the bank briefcase considering it's a, a neutral show now. Um, so I imagine that's how it would work. Um, so maybe once it gets to Royal Rumble uh, or whatever, if, if Ronda's still champ, uh, you could easily have a cash in and a rematch at, at uh, WrestleMania. Um, so I think Charlotte will win it because it just opens up so many doors storyline wise, even if it is with Asuka rather than Ronda. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense, you know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it it just makes sense and. Like you say, you know, you you look through the list, and there are other percent. You know, you could you could make a case for so many, and you think, yeah, you could see them winning. Um, you, you like maybe Becky Lynch and having a bit of a character turn on her. You, mm. Certainly, you could see Alexa Bliss carrying a briefcase. It could be an interesting thing for Ember Moon or even Sasha Banks. So it's it is certainly possible. Or even Natalia, like you said, you know, if Ronda wins, then Natalia, and we've got this whole situation, they're the friends and whatnot. It's, there are, there's a case to be made for, for most of them. So I, th- I think that in itself makes it interesting. You know, it's not a giveaway. It's not predictable. So let, let's hope it's a good one. Uh, and finally is the men's money in the bank ladder match. We've got Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, The Miz, Rusev, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and a member of the New Day. Which, I'd, yeah, I'm not not too keen on that bit. But um, less potential winners in this one, I feel much less. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, you can't see the new day member winning. Um, no, you can't see Bobby Roode winning. Nope. I Bobby Roode Rus- needs to turn heel unless they yes. give him it and it, and it's a heel turn. I, I, I think it'd be. I think the damage is done in terms of main event for him. Um, Especially on Raw. Um, I, I, unfortunately, I totally agree. Yeah. If he was on SmackDown, maybe, but no, Raw and Brock, ne- no, never. Um, no. I think I could see everyone else winning. Rusev comes no, on I SmackDown. No, can't, I can't see Rusev winning. <sighs> I struggle to see The Miz winning as well. I, I'll, I'll get on to The Miz. I think Go I on. could see Rusev winning because they may want to fuck over the fans that one extra step and have them fail <laughs> the cash in. <laughs> You know what I mean? You That's think Vince sort of... is that vindictive? Yes, he is. <laughs> He's a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the same time, if if he is making their money by selling merch, if they want to just propel him into the main event, they, this is the way to do it. Mm. And I could see the Miz winning because if Daniel Bryan goes into the main event, say if Nakamura wins and then his AJ style thing's finished, Daniel Bryan is the natural face to go fight Nakamura. And then if Daniel Bryan beats um, 
Nakamura, which is yeah. impossible. See, I, I, I don't think the Miz needs to have a briefcase because they've got that history. They, they can already have that feud anyway. And personally, I just, I, for me, Miz is just, he's a mid-card player. Mm. You know, he's an upper mid-card player. And, and I think, you know, sadly, that's going to be the, the case for Rusev and Bobby Roode as well. You know, yeah. the, the way that they've, they've been put is, is that's how that they are. So it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can't see Braun Strowman winning it either no, because I, I just, I, it doesn't fit with the character. So for me, it's, it's down to Finn Balor. Uh, and and the potential for a character change for Finn Balor as well. Um, Kevin Owens, obviously, it would fit perfectly with his character, and he, and he, you just know that week on week it's going to be interesting, and some of the promos are going to be a delight with him carrying that briefcase. And Samojo, um, Samojo, absolutely, you know, it probably would probably walk in the ring, smash it over the head with a briefcase, then cash it in. Yeah. Absolutely, I think the I think the ones you've mentioned there that they're, they're probably the most likely um, in terms of uh, odds wise. But I, I I'm going to pick the Miz to win it, Andy. I, I know you're. I, I'm probably a bigger fan of him than you, but I think that I think they may see that Daniel Bryan feud as the one, the feud that's probably deserving of a main event. And I know you say if you, uh, Miz is a mid carder, and probably I think that is his perfect spot. But if they want Daniel Bryan to be announced back as a main event player, why not put him against his nemesis? It may not be the greatest feud ever, but from a storyline-wise, it, it'll probably be the best thing they could do for Daniel Bryan. Mm, yeah, it's it, like I say, I just don't think it needs a briefcase. I think they've got they've already got the history. They just mm. don't need that. They, they could they could have a really good feud without a title or without a briefcase, without any, they don't need a gimmick or a strap or anything. They can just have a good feud because they've got that history. No, I could so. see both. I could see both. That, that's my, I think that's my point. I mean, it's just, I think it just depends how quickly they want Daniel Bryan back into the main event. But mm. if, if it, say if it, say if it, this is not his year and maybe they rebuild him or build him back in the main event after next year's Wrestle next year's WrestleMania or building it towards WrestleMania, then they could have the Miz feud. Problem not over a mid card title, because as you said, it doesn't need a title. But if that say if that's one of the main events of SummerSlam, that'd probably work. Yeah. I I, I can I can actually see them too involved at, at SummerSlam anyway this year. I think yeah. that I, I can just see that happening. So it's um, yeah, either way. Look, I, I think there's enough. There's certainly enough within this match. You know, obviously, you know, you, you see what Samoa Joe brings. What either, what any of the New Day bring, you don't see them winning it. But in terms of talent, uh, and obviously Finn Balor and and the different sort of elements that Braun Strowman adds, uh, and Kevin Owens as well that this should have some really great spots and, again, should be a really memorable match. And uh, and let's just see see what happens. But And, and this, is the, this is the interesting thing with Money in the Bank, is there's so many different permutations. There's so many different potentially interesting storylines to come out of it. So, you know, as, as we said, look, we don't expect this to be uh, on quite the same level aesthetically uh, as the uh, takeover show you know we expect takeover to to outshine money in the bank as a show but coming out of it you know we, we should we should have a really good weekend you know a, a cracking show on a saturday night and a very interesting show that's setting up interesting storylines on the sunday 
And the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And the World Cup, yeah. 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 No, but it, I think it'll be a very good weekend. Um, normally, the, normally the NXT show kind of just pisses all over the main, the main uh, roster. Whereas I think this one, it, it's kind of a bit more balanced. I mean, Champa Gargano's probably going to top everything, let's be honest. Yeah. But this will probably be the closest one because you've got Ronda, Ronda making her a single... Um, debut, so that's a big moment. You've got money in the bat matches are always a big moment. And you may have a new WWE May. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with May. <laughs> uh, may have a new WWE champion. So this could be a really, really like eventful card. Yeah, it could it certainly could be. And and before we go, here's here's a shout for you then. You've mentioned the World Cup. What about we have something like uh, Harry Kane uh, inserts himself into money in the bank, wins the briefcase and then he cashes it in in the World Cup final. Oh god, he's still fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> I throw my daughter's life I won with money in the bank fan for where. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh dear, Andy. Right, um, so there you go, folks. Anyway, there's your full weekend of uh, WWE inspired action. Uh, like we said, it should be a cracking weekend. Certainly, Saturday night promises to be spectacular. Uh, we'll be back next week to uh, to run down both the cards uh, and give you our thoughts on what we've seen. Um, hopefully, more will be back with us next week. Uh, we're expecting more back next week, aren't we, Guy? Um, I believe so. That's not confirmed, but no. It, um, what was it Ramadan's finished, hasn't it? Yeah. So I think uh, he should he should be more free. Um, now we just got to figure out everyone's work schedules, and then we'll see who's back. But I'll be back. <laughs> we'll we'll do it. We'll we'll I'll be yes, about. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll somehow we'll bring it all together anyway for you guys. We'll bring it all together, and and there you go, folks. So yeah, it looks looks like it should be a cracking weekend, and we'll be back with you next week to uh, to look back on it all. But until then, from from my good friend Guy Drinkle and myself Andy Wells, it's thanks to each and every one of you for listening, this has been the Pro Wrestling Index, Babano. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.